coming to you live from Rob's living room. It's the Mike and Rob podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Mike and Rob. Hi again, everybody, and welcome back to the Mike and Rob podcast. This is episode number five. I'm Mike. And I'm Rob. And he's very celebratory about it. Good for you, Rob. Just feeling like a good day to be Rob. I wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't. What's a bad day to be robbed like? Ooh, I don't imagine it would be any different from any other bad day, but <laughs> oh, okay. I don't have too many of those, to be honest. No bad and... days, man. That's right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm just stoked out on everything. I just want to live on a little sand bubble in the ocean with a palm tree on it. That's, <laughs> that's my world. So um, we are coming to you once again from my little living room, so I don't know. Maybe we'll have to change that opening song uh, intro that I do. You know, if you hadn't said anything, no one would have known. I know, but... Everyone would have gone on with their happy little lives thinking this was happening at my house. Ignoring what we're talking about. Even though it was really happening at your Um, house. I don't know. I'm just setting the time and place and where we're at. And it's a Friday evening here, um, the 11th of April. Yes. Uh, Have you done all your taxes there, Rob? I actually just got got all our tax information done. Getting a little rebate. Oh, yeah. little cheese from Uncle Sam saying, you did all right there, buddy. Here you go. Yeah, that's that's some hard cheese. That's that really hard, like government cheese. You really you you got really to use, use two a hands knife to, like, to really to get push through. Down on yeah, that. it feels like the knife's gonna break, and you finally get a piece, and it just like crumbles, but it's still <laughs> still tasty. So, uh, what was your week like? What'd you do this week? Uh, tell them what uh, we did last weekend. Oh man! Actually, it was the day after we, or it was the day we recorded our last podcast, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast. But yeah, I think we were just trying to like avoid forget it, <laughs> forget it. Yeah, that was that, that was, was right shed. in the middle of. Yeah, that was the shed. Uh, we had this. I just purchased a home in Martinez, and uh, we had this big ugly shed in the backyard. And but it's an interesting. But not just a shed. It was like it was, I know, it was insulated, like, had electricity. It well, was I was going to get to that high in the front. I was going to get to that where you know. When you're looking at a house, you're looking for, like, condition of the actual home itself, like, layout things. And you kind of see out of the side of your eye, like, oh, there's an ugly shed over there. And I never really paid attention to, like, what it would have taken, like, how well it was constructed. It wasn't blowing over in a strong wind. It looked like it would. Because the outside was made, looked like it was made from, like, scrap wood and stuff. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that'll come down. It'll take us, like, two or three hours. It Took us the better part of the weekend. Oh, I knew to it was bring not going to take a few down. hours. Yeah, so we started around I don't know eleven o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, I think that, I think it really started to hit home for me when I really put together the fact that there was drywall and insulation mm-hmm. in this shed. That that and that there was that kind of escaped me behind the the drywall and the, and the insulation. Yeah, there was some wiring. I mean, it wasn't connected anymore, but luckily. Yeah. Dude, you were, I don't know, I really have to thank you again, because you were totally amazing <laughs> on that thing. Mike was standing up on top of this rooftop between these rafters, pushing up this huge, heavy section of roof that probably yeah, weighed, that was... like, 100 pounds. Now, granted, it was, like, yeah. it was, you know, one part of it was being held up by the actual structure itself. But right, I just lifted For you it. to balance on those beams and then push that, that piece over. Okay, so, the, but I was balancing with the... Uh, piece of board that i was lifting up and yeah, trying what to happen if it would have gone backwards so no 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 it, it couldn't i was lifting it up and the you know the other end was on the on the roof yeah and i'm lifting and it's got nails holding it in so it wasn't gonna like just slide off but i had to 
pry it <laughs> up 10,000 nails holding yeah. it in. Uh, and as I was pushing, you know, more and more of them kept popping out because it was more leverage on my end pushing them off. But as I got to the top and it was up, you know, vertical, yeah. and then I knocked it over the other edge, I had nothing to hold me up. Like, it was all just me <laughs> balancing on my feet on these little two-by-fours that were... And I'm not as nimble as I remember being. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. You know, you think you're still like a 12-year-old who can balance on a piece of string and it's no problem. You run across a tightrope or something. I uh, remember our good old string balancing days. Right, right. Tightrope walking kind of stuff. But... I as, there was a moment there where you're like be really be careful up there that's really you know don't fall and I'm like no shit don't fall like and I'm looking around going if I fall where do I go because I was feeling pretty unsturdy there for 10 seconds and I would have jumped into the neighbor's yard there was like a sand pile by a tree and I was like I'm just going to land in the sand over there there's a pile of 2 by 4s that'll fish right. my fall well there's there's <laughs> There's drywall pieces and nails and boards on this side. If I fall into the structure, if I jump yeah. the other way, at least I'll land on dirt and nothingness and just and nothing structural will be there. So, but that was still a good eight feet down or something like that. Yeah. So I would have fallen that way, but luckily I was able to kind of just, I had to turn 90 degrees or, or maybe 180 degrees to turn back and go back the other way after I lifted and threw that thing over the edge. And it was really like just turning the 180 degrees was the hardest part. And then I was fine once I got over there. But it was <laughs> it made me a little nervous. But that was the hardest part of the safety part. But the rest of it was just I have no lung capacity. <laughs> I just got <laughs> exhausted right away every time I'd start working on something. And then I'd go, tag team, you're in. You go for it. Yeah. And uh-huh. we both kind of just... Swing turns, swinging that sledge, swinging that sled. You know, you're like, oh, eight pound, eight pound sledge. That's no big deal. But when it's on the end of a stick, and you have yeah. to swing it a few hundred times, it's well. You you even said better than getting a ten pound sledge, um, <laughs> which would have just exhausted us that much faster. But yeah. it really did a great job at knocking p- big chunks of wood out that were hammered oh, yeah. into something. So that was kind of fun. But eventually, what we did was we knocked all the we got all the stuff that was inside the structure out. We um, took the roof off. We kind of figured that was where we had to start um, so that stuff didn't just fall on us as we were knocking down walls. <laughs> okay, walls first, then roof. <laughs> right. Then the roof will take care of itself. <laughs> the roof will just fly away <laughs> since it has no walls holding it down. So we figured that we should take off the roof first, so we did. And then the front wall, <laughs> we were like, okay, my plan. And I think we followed my plan. Yeah. Pretty well. My plan was to knock the front wall out forward, and then all the other walls can kind of fall in, even though they're kind of hard to do that because they're all butted up against each other. But I, I hope you learned a lesson because I said to you, don't be a naysayer. Just try doing it. Yeah. Because you're like, this isn't going to work for one or two minutes. And then I, I just like, like coming up with alternate solutions to obvious but problems. You didn't. You didn't come I up did. with a I solution. I did. I came up with some. But you said push it the other way. <laughs> they, they, they weren't necessarily feasible, but... No, well, the, the point was I wanted to keep all the debris in the center of where the building was. So yeah. I was like, let's not push all the walls out, because then they'll be the out. We'll have to carry them back into the center. Let's just knock each wall down in toward the center or toward the floor. And so we did one side wall. For, oh, what we did first was knock the front wall out, which was a lot of fun, because um, we just started rocking the wall hard of, just rocking its socks off we just got out our guitars and just went it to couldn't town. even handle it it just <laughs> fell right over no we grabbed the, the the wall and started rocking it back and forth until it 
came basically came unhinged from the ground from the floor yeah and then that we felt let it fall forward onto the debris pile we'd already been building and, and then, then the just, side walls. yeah all the other walls kind of just followed suit the same well it way got in. easier and easier and easier but like, <laughs> the last one we just i think just like one finger was just like boink <laughs> but you remember just, <laughs> i almost went oh yeah that. dude yeah, Mike was in a pretty bad spot. He was he had the junk pile behind him, yeah. a fence to his right, and then basically the the rest of the entire shed to his left. Yeah. I I was standing like on the side clear. of the shed, like completely free and clear, clear of where this wall was going. Mike decided to stand directly under it. You disappeared <laughs> for a second on me and I was a little worried, but then you were like <laughs> and then like popped it up and jumped out of the way. Like you did. The I, pile. I, I I you were gone for a second. From where I was standing. Now, granted, I was like behind the wall and kind of down lower than you were, but that's yeah. funny because I, I I don't remember going like out of sight, but you make it sound like the you were you were pretty focused on the wall. It was kind of like in Ninja Turtles two where the structure fell down on Shredder and you, everyone went, "He's dead." But then, like his fist came flying up through the debris. When your fist came through the wall, that was just, like the awesomest part of it. Actually, one of the most fun parts of that whole weekend was getting to kick the door down. Yeah, well, it was, was right nothing was nothing was holding it on. Right in the beginning, you took the hinges off and everything, but left it in place. But left it in place, and I just went up to it like I was freaking. I should have videoed it. That would have been awesome. <laughs> well, you know, I you you made a reference to me just like kicking it, and I was you know with a light kick and it falling down. I'm like, no, I went more than halfway up the door with my foot, and really just like. Gave it a good kick, almost at chest level. And the it thing flew flying. off. It was like there was a bomb on the other side of it. Yeah, a bomb called Mike. <laughs> I have to say, like as hard as that was, there was like something strangely satisfying about it. I think the the best part for me was just when you when you swing that that hammer and you get that really good swing and you just swing the crap out of it. Yep, and it just blows right through a two by four. Or, yeah, oh, just disconnects it from the wall or something like that. Oh, yeah. It just it makes you feel like a superhero. It was it was fun. It, I don't know that I would ever want to do it ever again. But you know what the best ever, part was? But... was when you're done with it and you're just sitting around. We sat around or you're standing on top of it with both fists in the air? No. You still have that picture? We could probably put it up on the website. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Um, no, it was like when we're done sitting around eating sandwiches, just going, <sighs> that sucked. It's <laughs> 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 hot guzzling water or like the first day when we decided to call it quits for the first day and jay was with us and yeah and we all just sat around at your house and had some beer and played video games and just relaxed that was the best part yeah i felt i felt bad because i i kind of like i got jamello to help us that first day and like and we didn't have anything for him to do really <laughs> like he got there and he did some things and he was helpful but it wasn't you know it was well, kind of hard for him. It's hard for three people to be inside of that structure with swinging hammers and axes and things. <laughs> yeah. He spent some time like just learning to throw the axe at the wall and make it stick. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> I mean, it's de- that's the best part about demolition is you can't screw it up. Right. <laughs> well, unless it falls on you. Well, that's... I mean, you, then you can get hurt. But... Yeah. And a uh, um, little shout out to my brother, Eric, for letting us borrow some of his tools. That yeah, was... that was pretty awesome. Thanks, Eric. I don't think you're listening, but that's okay. So, uh, yeah, in the end, I ended up paying somebody $500 to just clear all that debris out of the way. I don't. I think they even broke up the, the walls that we knocked I over. I think they would have to, right? I don't it know. It was huge. I would think it'd be just easier to carry out the whole piece, but they, like, swept all the nails up and everything. Oh, they nice. did an awesome job. And what did they find under the floor? <laughs> they took the floor out, and yeah. underneath they found a nice dead skunk. Oh, 
<laughs> like dinner is ready. That's like one of those things. You smell like a dead skunk, but like to actually find one, that must have been awful. Like I kept smelling it every once in a while. Apparently it was pretty dead. Like it had decayed most of the way. <laughs> That's um, great. So we had a little skeleton going. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so the first thing I think I want to do on this particular recording um, that we haven't done yet, because we're trying to find new ways to not just talk about our own lives and the people we know. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to find ourselves. <laughs> we're trying to, to find our voice. It's a story about finding ourselves set into several episodes. No. No? <laughs> not quite. Oh, wait, you said it, we'd be finding You ourselves. go find yourself on your own time. This is podcast time. And, and what we're trying to do is grow an Fine. audience. <laughs> Don't get mad. I'm not. I'm just, you know, a little disappointed. Don't get heartbroken. You can still find yourself. And in fact, if you want to make the... Oh, wait. uh, Here I am. (laughs) You just hadn't looked in your chair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, what I want to do is make this uh, a more... um, What's the word for it? It's uh, more accessible to people who don't know us because hopefully okay. someday we'll have a podcast worth listening to <laughs> <laughs> and it won't just be about like remember in high school just keep listening everybody someday, someday it'll happen we'll get there um right now it is mostly people we directly know that are listening to this i think it's only people that we know yes people like you and you no it's it whoever's hearing this is well maybe two people at a time so. maybe two people are listening to it at the same time that doesn't that's not how podcasting works it's a very personal thing you just listen to <laughs> really you can't can't listen to a podcast with no. two people in the room no it's weird it's like it's not music it's this you don't put it on like, like showering i mean well we we put on one episode I, I put on a podcast for you when we were playing video games at your house one time not long ago so you could hear the episode of Smodcast with Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier, right. where they talk about um, basically what turned out to be their their next movie, which is called Tusk. Okay, remember that? So it was about yeah, the, walrus, vaguely, the guy, yeah. walrus freak guy. Yeah, kind so of. okay, well, forget it. That was a while ago. I mean, that it was, was a few months ago. Last, since you moved. It was here. last year. No, that was when did you move here? October. What, did you really? Yeah, it's been since October. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think you'd been here. That like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Okay, I mean, it hasn't been a year, so to say last year makes it right, sound that's unfair. W- way longer than it was. But. Way back in the year two thousand and one three, aught thirteen, aught thirteen. Speaking of aught thirteen, I was I just started watching uh, the X Files from the beginning on Netflix. Cool. Which is this year will be twenty one years old. Wow. 1993 is when that show started. I mean, if you watch it, you kind of be like, yeah, this, yes. looks, this looks early 90s. Totally. When they're like on their laptops and it's like the screen is as big as your iPhone, but the, yeah. the laptop itself is still as big as any old laptop, but the screen it's is big super as tiny. like a, a six DVD box set. There, I mean, there's no internet, so it's like, what are you yeah, doing with a computer? <laughs> we just like having it over here. They, it's like a it's like a conversation piece or, a, you know. <laughs> conversation stuff. Ooh, you wow. Have, you have one of those portable computers. Oh, God. I remember how awful they were when they first came out. Like, I remember Brett Robert's dad had one, and he would always have it, like, set up in his kitchen. I'm like, dude, you have a laptop. That's so cool. Like, on it. Can, can I ch- check it out? It's <laughs> just like, it sucks. Like, it takes forever to get anything on the internet, and it just takes forever to He's load. Like, it's if just, only they'd invent the internet. <laughs> it, it runs out of battery before you can do anything. Don't hit enter, it'll die. <laughs> no, they had the internet at the time. I mean, this was like 98, 99. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But so it's we still, were already like, on... laptops weren't as prevalent I even then. I was rocking AOL back then and yeah. Instant Messenger. 
Yeah. And um, before the very first internet, I remember AOL. Yeah, we were making fun of somebody at work the other day because they had an AOL at AOL.com email. Yep, a lot of people still do, and it's like AOL. Yeah, is that even still around? Does it mean something else? I still have it because sometimes you have to sign up for something you don't want to put an email address for because you know they're going to send you. Oh yeah, I I use my Yahoo address for that. I use an old AOL. 14, 15 year old AOL at almost 20 years now, almost 20 year old AOL address. I think I got my address in like 96. <laughs> when you fill out the card and turn it in, they're like AOL.com. Like, come on, <laughs> give me a real address. Right. So, uh, I, in fact, um, Russ just sent me some spam from, or, or a phishing thing came from his AOL address. So I just wrote to him, I'm like, it's time to upgrade to like Gmail. It's free, dude. It's free. Don't worry. <laughs> well, that's the thing about Yahoo. Like, if you don't check it after a while, it, um, it, it, you, it, like, well, it just like deletes you your account. I should do that. I actually I stopped you. I started complaining to both AOL and Yahoo because I was getting so much spam from them. Oh yeah, they're oh, awful. They're horrible. So Gmail's been great with that. But anyway, this is a Gmail's stupid, been much better. Stupid yeah. conversation. Anyway, um, what I was saying I wanted to do that would make this podcast a little different from the ones we've been doing <laughs> is AOL. Is well, I oh. wanted to kind of play with. Um, since I don't, ha- we don't have our own voice of what we want to talk about specifically all the time and and every episode or anything like that. We don't have a format yet. I'm gonna play with. We the don't. Format. Our format is very just loose and <laughs> and do whatever you want. Well, um, it's our podcast. Yes, and we can. It's do not like we have we a want. board of directors we have to answer to. Not yet. Maybe someday. Uh, I hope not. No, you want that because that's where you get the money. Yeah, but who do you think gets most of the money? Well, we could split the up. members of the board, but the board is running then like twenty or fifty different podcasts. So we're a part of a conglomerate or a network. That sounds like just being part of like a record company, and then it's just like you know, have a cigar where they're like, "Hey, Mike and Rob, you guys are great. Hey, which come one's on pink? in, yeah. <laughs> which one of you is Tom? <laughs> what? I don't know. Which one of you is Pod? <laughs> is really the question they would ask. But I thought what I would do is kind of play a little bit with some of the shows that I listen to and kind of, cause last time we talked a lot about movies and then we got into video games for a little bit. And that's kind of like the film vault. It's one I listen to where they just talk about movies. What they'll do is a top five of, of some genre. Yeah, some I mean, list. I'd love, I'd love to do that. I'd love to just like sit and job out movies all day. That'd be great. But like, that that's already out there, right? That's out there times a million. Yeah. Well, the I really, mean, if, if you want to really sit there and ones, listen to a couple a holes talk about movies, like we could do that. The, yeah, I mean, that, you don't have to look too hard to find that podcast, uh, right? So, and, and and it's cool if they know something about movies. Which uh, we some, don't. We well, we, well, you do. I, I do, you do. But you do too. You know plenty about movies. Um, <laughs> I know about movies like Dead Snow. <laughs> I still haven't watched that one. Is it good? Oh, it's it's hilarious. Oh, okay. It's so awesome. Um, but one thing I thought I would do is kind of dive into uh, sort of a an homage, Ooh. an homage, as some will say. I don't know why <laughs> an, they say it that. An way. homage, an homage <laughs> of a podcast that I listen to, and you, Mister, I don't listen to any podcasts. We'll kind of learn, um, you know, some things that some things we can do, some ideas we can mm-hmm. do, and maybe it'll grant, it'll give you some ideas and stuff like that. So uh, one I love to listen to, and I'm going to just play one game from that they do on this one, is um, uh, Doug Loves Movies with Doug Benson. Oh, right? Too bad Doug Cox isn't here. <laughs> he, <laughs> he likes movies, too. He likes movies, but... I wouldn't say he loves them. Doug loves editing. 
commercials. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> so we'll get him in on a future podcast. He's already expressed an interest in being a guest on the show. But Doug Benson's podcast, they play a game. Did I tell you about the game called the... You, uh, you told me. I do not remember the rules at all. Okay, so I'm not going to play this game because we only have the two of us here. But um, <laughs> the one that they play most famously is called uh, the... Um, what's the guy? Leonard Malton. It's called the Leonard Malton... Uh, Trivia game? No, what does he call it? The Leonard Malton game. He just calls it the Leonard Malton game. What's that line? Is that from The Simpsons? Like, all these film critics and Leonard Malton's the best looking one. No, it was... <laughs> it was... Um, Shallot. Gene Shallot? Is that his name? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that... Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. That's not... I went to the movies today, and I saw a fantastic film about shows. <laughs> it's like... You re- want to, like, put a clown hat on him? Just be like... <laughs> He doesn't have one. Like I thought, the clown hat was implied. His hair is kind of. You just want to hear. It's like listening to Andy Rooney like give a film review. Is it bad that when Andy Rooney died, I kind of went. I think everyone on sixty minutes did because they couldn't fire him. I mean, he was got ten years. He was an institution, basically, and like some of the things he was talking about were ridiculous. You know that thing I hate about when leaves change color? <laughs> that they change color. Just like, whoa. What's the matter dude? with leaves? Why won't they just pick a color and stay that way? <laughs> you have derailed. <laughs> My parents loved him, though. <laughs> of course. I could never figure that out. So um, they play the, the Leonard Malton game. And the Leonard Malton game is basically name that tune. But instead of songs and the number of notes, you need to guess the song title. They'll do how many actors you need to be given from the bottom of the cast list going up towards the star. Uh, you can get in the lowest number means it's harder and harder and harder. So you keep bidding a lower number, saying I huh. can get it in lower number, to name the movie. And that's a great game. So to you have play. to name more stars in the no, movie? No, no, no. You don't name the, the stars. So what happens is oh, 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 he'll oh, say... Oh, 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 that's right. Okay. He'll say, okay, this movie was made in 2003. <clears throat> it, it's um, it's a story. It's a love story. It's Or they'll come up with some goofy category. Four weddings and a funeral. Something like that. But you can't just shout out answers. That's no? not how the game works. Well, what was the fun in that? Well, it's a lot of fun. Just listen. So what you do oh, is you okay. go around the circle and you, people place a bet. And so someone starts off with... So it's like name that tune. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little. It's a good thing you came up with that comparison. Thank you. Thirty-three um, <laughs> percent. So you go through. Yeah, you go through the um, through the group of people, and, and they start with the highest bids. Like I'll, I'll, you know, bid. I can get this movie in sixteen names, and then someone will go fifteen, and then someone will drop it way down to like. I can do it in 10 names. Okay, well, I can do it in five. I mean, 16 names. And then you probably won't even recognize, like. Right, the lowest ones. Yeah. So that's why around five, six, it gets challenging and someone goes, mm, I don't know if I can beat that. Okay, name that movie. So whoever they challenge has to, they'll get the five names. And they're the five at the bottom. At the bottom of the list. Okay. So they're like, Jerry <laughs> Schlingendorfer. Yeah. And so they don't know, you know, a lot of the names. But then you'll hear some name that you recognize and you go, okay, but that means they had a small bit part, like not a major character in the movie or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So, and and what's great is... Lawrence you, Olivier. Whoa. So, <laughs> he had a bit part in Wayne's World. <laughs> it was the donut guy. <laughs> no, that was Ed... Oh, yeah, Ed O'Neill. O'Neill. 
So if you go down all the way to if you might if it's a good movie and you think you know it like from the clues that he gives. How many clues do they give you? It depends. He'll read the review and like without giving anything away, he'll say, "Okay, here's a line in the review I can tell you, and here's another line, and and it was made in this year, <clears> and it fits in a category." So they'll they'll have a certain category of film. So you you get some clues, but then they'll say. Okay, I can name that in one name, and everyone goes ooh, and then the <gasps> next one goes zero names. And well, now, I mean, and now, if you know the movie, and if you're if you're next, and you know the movie, but the next the last person just bet zero, and it comes to you, you can say negative one, what? negative two, negative three. So now, not only do you have to guess the movie without being given any names, you have to then list the three or whatever it is. The if you say negative three, you have to list the top three people build. And you have to know what the top three are. Like, so you the the third person you say might be in the movie, but they weren't the third person build. You lose. Right. So if you get or, the wrong order, that's serious. Yes. So you have to be careful. And it's and Leonard Maltin sometimes messes with the order of how it was built as according to like the posters or anything. So if the movie was like The Matrix, you might you say like Keanu Reeves, and then what? I would say Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne, Fishburne and, and Carrie Carrie Ann Moss. Moss. Yeah. So, but, but what about Hugo Weaving? Okay. So so let's say that somehow Leonard Maltin puts. Hugo Weaving ahead of Lawrence Fishburne or something. Carrie Ann Moss, maybe. Maybe Carrie Ann Moss. Probably not. She was, yeah, a major character. So um, I think it just comes down to, like, you got to roll those dice. Do you think you can guess exactly what Leonard put it in? And it's not every time that it's different. So What do you think think the top three would be for Wayne's World? um, The original Wayne's World movie. Okay, Mike Myers, Dana Carvey. Right. um, Well, I guess, yeah, who would be the third one? Probably Rob Lowe or Tia Carrera. Tia Carrera. Yeah, probably. Uh? Tia Carrera. Uh. I always thought it was Tia Carrera, but who knows? She hasn't been in a movie in 20 years. Oh, poor thing. Carrera. So it's, yeah, you're right. C-A-R-R-E-R-E. Okay. And when you type in her name, the next word that comes up is now, as in, where is she now? <laughs> <laughs> um, or, what, or it might just mean, what does she look like now? And then you go to the webpage, it's like, seriously, nobody knows where she went. <laughs> Missing person's website. <laughs> There's an amber alert out for her. So one of the other games that they play to kind of warm up for the for the Leonard Malton game um, is the movie title game. And the way you do this is imagine I put um, let's let's pick a random movie title. Um, Gone with the Wind. Okay. Now I was going to say Snow Falling on Cedars, but that's a good one. Okay, let's just say Gone with the Wind. Okay. I think this might be easier. <laughs> Um, or no, let's go snow falling on cedars. I got oh, one. God. So okay. what you have to do is add a movie title to the end of the of snow falling on cedars, or one that ties into the beginning of snow falling on cedars. So, so I could say dead snow falling on cedars, and I might say dead snow falling on cedars of the dead. Cedars of the dead. Eaters no. of the dead. Oh, because it, the sound is in there. It doesn't have to be the full word. It has to be the sound. Interesting. That sounds more creative than I. Exactly. Isn't Eaters of the Dead a movie? Uh, no, they called it um, The 13th Warrior. That's with sure? Antonio Banderas. Okay, so that maybe that wasn't a great... Um, but it was a book. Okay. I would have given it to you. No, 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 you can't. It's got to be movie titles. No, I, I did. Oh, it's a Michael Crichton book. Yeah, That's it's right. a book. That's right. Um, so let's try Let's try to do the whole thing. And you and you can you go until someone can't come up with an ending. You want to try that one? Or a beginning or another another word to add on. So I hope everybody is listening is ready for this because we're about to blow your minds here. (laughs) We might not make it very far at all. (laughs) 
Um, we can't even find a movie to start with. I got one. The Matrix. No, no, no. <laughs> Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to start with Home Alone. And you can't do sequels and stuff that are just... I mean, you Yeah, can, well, I mean, I'm not really going to do Home Alone 2 or Home Alone 3. That's lame. But you got to do full titles. So if you did Home Alone 2, what would you have to add on to it? Oh, uh, Lost in New York or Right, whatever? so it would be Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. But if you're just using the entire title from the previous one, that's not really adding. You're just reincorporating the same word. So yeah. if I picked Home Alone, what would you put to the beginning or the end of that? <laughs> Uh, or do we have to get you hired high to play this or no, something? No, that wouldn't help at all. Help. I just like wouldn't even be listening to you at that point. And you can't you can't do like the Lone Ranger because the doesn't belong in in home right. alone. Home home of the lone. <laughs> oh, dude. So what do you got? Uh, home alone survivor. Oh, nice. Okay. Good thing you said lone because yes. I, I had nothing. Well, that's how you play it, though, is you use part of the word. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's a good thing you said loan, because I... Um, now, the easiest the thing that's about playing this game is that when I'm listening to the podcast, I don't have to talk while I'm thinking of the actual right, next Right, move. you have to fill up this air now. Um, um, it, there's just, you know, you can't just sit here and go, uh, uh, <laughs> like I would do playing this game. Uh, I'm going to go with a little movie called Home Sweet Home. From 2013, Home Sweet Home Alone Survivor. Yes. So do I keep like building off of this? You keep building off of that. And the Home Sweet Home was like I don't know if it was direct to video. It was a Holly Hunter movie, wasn't it? Is she in it? Uh, I don't see her in it. I no. This just came out last year. It was like a horror film. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of something. No, you're thinking of Home for the Holidays. Is that the one with Holly Hunter? Yeah, she directed it. It was her directorial debut. Okay. Uh, So Home Sweet Home Alone Survivor. I'm writing these down so that we keep a track of it. Yeah. What do you got? Because I just put home back at the beginning of the whole thing again. <laughs> yeah, jerk. <laughs> you didn't give me anything to work with. Now well, I'm just back with what I got. You survivor. Yeah. Um, or vor. You can start something with vor. Survivor. Or or, 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 or. No, because it's not, it's not how it's spelled. It's not the O-R. It's got to be the sound. Survivor what? is what we do. We don't say survivor. I do. No, you don't. You're you a don't liar. say survivor. I, you don't make me go back and check the tape here. I said Home Alone survivor. <laughs> survivor. Survivor. I just said it fast so you can't Sur- hear it. And for some reason, oh, it's still clicking. For some reason, right there, our recording cut off. So we and talked we, for another we, twenty minutes. We, we we talked for another three days <laughs> after that. No, we talked for about twenty minutes before I realized. It wasn't recording anything new. And it's so. too bad because the shit we were talking was fucking hilarious. It was gold. It was, oh, it was so good. It was gold. But now you guys get Comedy this. Comedy gold. Oh, man. That's our very first dropped episode. So we're going <laughs> to uh, try to find out why that happened. I think I was running out of memory. So we took a little break and I d- deleted some stuff off my laptop. I should probably be recording these to an external hard drive or something, but I'm still not that sophisticated yet. So we'll figure this out. Technical difficulties. Get sophisticated or so what happened uh, with that game is we tried it with a different movie and we came up with, um, what did we start out with? Ted. Yeah. And then we went, that became Teddy. Right. Because of Eddie from uh, Whoopi Goldberg. And then I said, um, what did I say? (laughs) No, I can't even remember. 
No, um, it, I have it here. I, oh, I was Teddy, writing them down. Ted, Ted Easy Rider. Easy Rider is what I said. Um, and then and then you said the hunted. Yeah. So the hunted goes in there, and it's like close because you don't say the hunted, you say hunted. Yeah. So Tid would have been a better title to start with, but we didn't have that. So I'm going to keep a closer eye on the um, the recording process here because I was like going a little picture of like a reel to reel or something to let you know that it's recorded over a, a no. A, I'm seeing like a it, little red light. No, I'm seeing I'm seeing the sound. Remember the first episode we did, and you were so amazed by the audio waveforms. Yeah, voices. yeah, we had to turn the computer away so that I would actually focus on what I was talking about, like we're doing now. So I'm seeing those recording uh, things, and I'm seeing a clock go by and all that stuff. But I'm wondering because I thought I saw that when we started recording again. Every time there was a blip and it cut the sound cut out for a second, and it happened twice now. That's what we're thinking stopped the audio. So if we hear that again, we'll have to check. But I'm hoping it's not, it didn't just delete. It had been recording and then just deleted everything because it had a glitch. So we'll see. Anyway. Anyway. What we wanted to get into, um, I was saying uh, that I loved uh, the Doug Benson podcast. And that's one of the games they play. And they play a few other games like uh, just naming. We, we went through this whole game. We're not going to play it again. <laughs> but... Uh, name an actor and we came up with Keanu Reeves and, and then say every movie you can think of that he made and we did a go good ba- hey, go back and forth until somebody can't can't think one. of one and you couldn't think of one at a certain point so I went back and looked and we hadn't even named like Speed The Devil's yeah, we, Advocate we couldn't come up with Speed or The Devil's Advocate <laughs> or um, the one I was trying to get but that's not getting dangerous you know, it wasn't dangerous for the liaisons you said that one but yeah, anyway we spent a good 10 minutes gotta give yeah we we did a whole 10 minutes on Keanu Reeves' uh, career and forgot some of the main ones, but you won't get that in this episode. That is lost to the ages now. Aww. I know, I know, I know. So we're, what's good is we get to trim it down to... <laughs> we just covered what we talked about and nobody heard, but we can now go into other things. So uh, another thing I want to do, because um, that was our little homage, my little homage to uh, Doug Benson's Doug Loves Movies. Check it out. Rob, when are you going to start listening to other podcasts? I haven't even started listening to ours. I know, I know, and I have to. I at least listen to it to edit them and and put them out. And I'll uh, I'll make a point to get you to show me how to download podcasts, maybe onto my phone or something. Well, so and I, I don't even do them, them in the car. I don't even download them. I will, I now Did you get I have like Spotify or something. No, um, Stitcher, Stitcher, which works just like Spotify. It's streaming. is that an app? It's an app, and okay. it's also you can access your account on their website. So if you want to do it from your home computer. Um, while you're, you know, cleaning house or exercising or something like that. <laughs> exercising, exercising, good, good one. <laughs> no, I do. When I today, I went out and uh, well, didn't run, but I. Oh, I I'm not walked. saying you don't. I'm sure you do. But. <laughs> no, I don't. Not much, but I went and did a couple miles today, and I mostly just walked it at a brisk pace. But I was listening to the Adam Carolla podcast the whole way there and back because he does about 90 minutes a day. So um, you walked for 90 minutes? No, I I got back and there was more to listen to. Oh, okay. So, um, but that's that's what you know. During that, if I'm uh, being a single guy, if I'm going to sleep at night, I'm listening to podcasts. If I'm still trying to wake up in the morning, I'll put on a podcast. If I'm doing almost anything, cooking, if especially when I'm cooking, I have my earbuds in and I'm listening to podcasts, and they're all streaming from Stitcher, so I don't download anything. Hmm. So, okay. that, so people that are listening to this, maybe you got it from iTunes, and that's totally cool uh, because that's a great place for you to. Write a little review, maybe give us a little five star rating. That would be super cool. Even if we're not worth five stars, we just need the exposure right now. <laughs> yeah, five, p- 
please just five star us. Just don't even think about it. It's not really, uh, we don't need you to really grade us yet because we don't even know who or what we are as a podcast yet. So um, just throw the five stars up there. Throw caution to the wind. No, the, the iTunes police will not come for you. <laughs> and like, why did you give that five stars? We all know it's not worth even three. Don't give me that crap. <laughs> you signed our terms and agreements. <laughs> you promised to be lawful and loyal and honest in everything you did. No, that's not going to happen. So just throw up a five-star review on iTunes. That'll get us some more exposure. Maybe even someone will, at iTunes will notice us after we get you know a few yeah, people maybe, reviewing it. Maybe we'll start being able to get some guests and put a little money into the podcast. Maybe it'll actually start getting better. Maybe. Well, here's what happens when you put money into the podcast. You can actually advertise it. So I can um, advertise it on other people's websites, but that's a little more expensive. The really great thing I can do is advertise the Facebook page on Facebook for like 60 bucks for three days or something, and it will send it directly to the exact audience I want it to go to. I wish we could advertise Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I love the chocolatey peanut buttery goodness of a delicious Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. So good. Uh-huh. Anything else? No, that's it. They're just really good. I wish we could advertise for them for Reese's Peanut Butter Cups by Reese's. <laughs> peanut Butter Cups. I like the way you say peanut butter cups. Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Maybe they'll just send me, <clears throat> since all my information is on the internet, a bunch of peanut butter cups. Yeah, I'm off the grid. Yeah, you really are. So you can download podcasts, but you can also just stream them. And what's nice for me is I'm grandfathered into a very old cell phone plan where I get unlimited data, which is like not, Impossible to not find a now. thing anymore. Yeah. yeah. So um, I can go out anywhere and get data streaming of podcasts all the time. And I, like I said, I listen to a good handful of them. Um, the Adam Carolla show, uh, he has a couple other shows on there. The, um, one of the guys from that show does the film vault, which I just mentioned earlier. Um, Allison Rosen is his other sidekick on that show. She has her own podcast. They've got the Dr. Drew uh, podcast. So th there's a lot. But this is just on that one network. And then there's the Adam and Dr. Drew show. Th those are five that I'll check out once in a while. Actually, the Film Vault one is not on that network, but it's the same guy. Then I could do um, Doug Benson's podcast. Uh, I listen to Kevin Smith's like three of his three or four of his network shows. So mm -hmm. there's just there's a bunch, a lot to listen to. I get yeah. it. And then, and then also I understand that there's a lot of people out there doing a lot of podcasts. Well, and it's not but... just podcasts because you can also get TV shows in podcast form. So there's like um, a local news, not a local news show, but a nationwide news show that you might listen to that's on every night. They might put out the audio as a podcast. Uh, mm -hmm. So there's some of those that I listen to that, um, who's the guy on, uh, HBO that has his own political talk show. Oh God, Bill Maher. Bill Maher. So he, his, uh, it's not politically incorrect. It's real time now. Yeah. So you can get the full audio of that every week. So it's great. Well, you don't like Bill Maher? I hate Bill Maher. Really? Yeah. Why? Just politically? Yeah, I just I don't find his show funny at all. I, I don't know. It just okay. Well, I like. I'm him. not going to get into it. Yes, we we try to avoid all the road. politics crap, <laughs> politics crap in this show. But um, I like it, so I listen to that once in a while. Speaking of politics, though, real quick, just, okay. I don't know if you know if you saw the other day that there was a, I don't know if it was Supreme Court, but there was a court decision that basically removed the cap on donations that can be made to politicians. Yeah, I, I I'm just floored by this. I just I can't believe that somebody out there was like, sure, give this politician as much money as you want. 
Well, like, and it's also politicians like, for sale. Even it even includes adding up. Like they won't say you can only give it to this one and not that one or something like that. Now you they just basically everybody. removed all restrictions in an era where all when we needed more hey, campaign Rob, contribution. Reform. Corporations are people. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and they're more important than people. <laughs> Their it's, needs outweigh the needs of the general mass public. Right. So that's, I mean, it's kind of cliche to even... Fracking's even, a good thing. It's kind of cliche to even get into it because it's, we all, as as all of us who are not CEOs of Fortune 500 companies in this country, we all know that that's horse crap. And oh, it's awful. And we should seriously be marching in the streets about this. Just Okay, it's, what, it, what day do you want to, what day do you have free to go marching in the streets? What do you want to go? I don't know. If we could get it together, I'd do it. <laughs> I'm not talking about Occupy. That was obviously worthless. I, didn't, I wouldn't say it was worthless. It, it got a lot of attention. I, I would. Think. I remember like us, I was in an office building in downtown San Diego watching the Occupy movement happen while everybody in the office was just like, wow, yes, what, everybody a, in the office. what a bunch of idiots. Oh, see, that's a, that's a very, I don't know, that, that, that does Don't make get sense. me wrong, I'm not, I, it's not that I don't disagree with what they were standing for. It was just that, you know, the, the banks caused the financial crisis and nobody held them accountable for right. it. And all and that I think I Occupy totally was agree trying with to that, do is but, make a point. They weren't trying to actually... I don't think, but and maybe do this was its biggest problem: is that they didn't have a political, or they, they had a nothing, political agenda, but they didn't have a goal. It, the goal wasn't, and and by this action, by this protest, we're going to make this change. It was really just a, an awareness campaign of look how the country is screwing us, their little people over. Yeah, and, and that's, that's all. It was, that's I great, think. but I mean, what what came out of it? Well, a lot of a lot of bad stuff came out of it, but I think I think that's why the our our generation seems to be less involved in stuff like that. You look back at tapes of, you know, the 60s and 70s and all those movements and... Civil uh, rights movements. I mean, it could just be editing, you know, just showing pictures of when people were actually doing it, but it just seems like they were much more active and it didn't seem like there was a whole lot that came out of that. I mean, yeah, civil rights was a big one, but... Yeah, (laughs) sitting at the lunch counters where the black people weren't allowed to sit and they would go and sit there... That yeah. caused a huge stir. I mean, even just uh, Rosa Parks sitting at the back of a bus, moving up to the but front, that's, yeah, or not I going. Mean, to the but back that's not a protest, I and mean, that's not it like is an act. That's exactly okay, what that I'm is. I'm sorry. Let me. Let it me wasn't rephrase an that. It wasn't like you know a mass a, pro, a protest in mass, but right. But that's what got people paying attention to it and going, "Oh my, is this really a problem? I guess I wasn't aware of that. This is a problem." I mean. I think people are well aware of the fact that, no, I think that historically screwing people over is right. a pretty big problem. But people weren't thinking about, oh, I guess, is that actually affecting me, even though I don't feel it affecting me at the moment? Is that actually affecting me? Because I'm just one of the people that has money in a bank. And, you know, I'm, I don't feel it in my account, but maybe someday if we just let this go, I would. And I think the whole point was to create the awareness of it's it really is an us versus them situation and you're with us people you're part of the 99 percent, which is what they kept you know yeah. boasting about yeah which i think is technically like 96.8 percent or something like that <laughs> there, there's a specific number that's not 99 to 1 but the point was <clears throat> here's the one percent the f- super 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 rich that don't have anything to do with the rest of us and they just got more power based on that based on that law you did, that just passed through the supreme court court, court decision basically that just <sighs> sold all of our rights they're in their disenfranchised pocket. everyone who doesn't have the kind of money it takes to buy a politician that kind of stuff will not last forever in this country or the country will <laughs> dissolve we'll <see. laughs> I mean, we're, we're gonna find out okay so 
that's the political talk for the day, I guess. But I was going to get into some other kind of, I do like talking about the modern uh, or, or current events stuff. So keeping it a little more. Um, yeah, I like to a, keep it a little more lighthearted. A little more approachable. We'll, we're going to go into um, some, the hearts will be involved, but it's not so light. Okay. It is with a heavy heart this week. And I don't know if you heard this because you don't pay attention to anything that's happening in the world. Wait, there's a world? <laughs> I, don't, I should, like, break this to you slowly, huh? <laughs> I so, guess. Beyond your nose, there is more space. Wow. In that space, there is a world. You're like Neil deGrasse Tyson right now. You're just, like, <laughs> blowing my mind. I always hear that I look just like him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Have you like been watching him. Cosmos? I haven't, but I have it recorded. Oh, so good. I know. I, did, like, I watched the first episode. I'm like tearing great. up at the end of every episode. He gets so profound at, at, the end, at the end of each show with something, some concept. It's really, really well done. And I think it's uh, Carl Sagan's um, widow that's doing all the writing and stuff. I've got it. I'm, I'm hicking up again. Oh, my God. Hiccuping. Uh, so with Heavy Hearts this week, we found out that someone passed away who was a very big icon in our young younger lives the death of the ultimate warrior whoa yeah you didn't hear about this huh no i didn't so uh, i'll read you a little uh thing here from tmz it says ultimate warrior looked like he was on the verge of a medical uh, catastrophe all weekend sweaty and stressed like he was about to burst at the seams eyewitnesses tell tmz and he was basically he was on um he had been at monday night raw just before and he gave this r- rousingly moving speech i'll have to play rip roaring speech no let me play it for you this is this is what he um let me just make sure we're still recording here uh yeah it looks like we're all good but i'm gonna play this clip for you he gave he came out this was just before um uh wrestlemania i think or right after and they inducted him into the hall of fame and he gave this speech here let's see if it'll play it without a commercial tmz as i thought about what i was gonna say this evening It's been hard for me to find the words. (laughs) Or the breath. Oh, he pulls out. So he pulls out the um, the mask here, and he's about to put on his ultimate warrior mask. Holy shit, that's him. Talk to the mic. Holy shit, that's him. Yeah. He doesn't have the long hair. No, his hair is much man. But he put on the mask. Well then, you shut up, warrior, and let me do the talking. The warrior just told the warrior to shut up. I don't know that that makes sense, but okay. <laughs> so he, now he's the then he coughed up along becomes a legend on their own. Nobody comes becomes a WWE legend on their own. He says so. He gives this great Every speech. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. His lungs breathe their final breath. Did he know he was dying? what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others. It makes them bleed deeper in something than larger than life. Then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized by the storytellers, by the loyalty, by the memory of those who honor him and make the running the man did live forever so that was yeah i mean that's that's the first very prophetic speech. totally right <laughs> i thought it was like really moving that he gave what did speech. he die of 
Um, did, did he like die in a car accident or no, was it like terminal no, cancer? Collapsed. Let's see. It says, according to sources who were with the Warrior this past weekend, the WWE legend looked like he was in constant pain, sweating, and, uh, sweaty and looked very uncomfortable like he was choking on his tie. It was apparent to everyone something was seriously off. Another warning sign, when Warrior did his signature rope shake at the, uh, after his big speech on Monday Night Raw, he looked weak. People around him noticed. One eyewitness put it this way, We all felt like he looked like he was going to blow a gasket. It was pretty easy to see. It makes the Warrior's speech on Monday Night Raw even more ominous, where he said, which we just heard, Every man's heart one day beats its final beat, his lungs breathe its final breath. 24 hours later, he was dead. Um, so we don't know. I mean, it says that basically he was walking in Scottsdale at a hotel. He was walking, I think, to his car. He's, he's like Yoda. <laughs> he was like giving the speech to Luke and then just like he just knew he was dying. And just I think he did. Uh, I think maybe he had some sort of heart condition and he knew he wasn't long for this world. And he literally died the day after he was inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Wow. So it lived just long enough to see that that tremendous honor. Yeah, well, I I don't know if it is a tremendous honor. It's more of an honor that that people still give I mean, a I guess, damn about him. I guess if you were doing anything, it'd be awesome to be inducted into the Hall of Fame of whatever it is you were doing. Yeah. Like, if somehow I got into the, inducted into the Hall of Fame of insurance, I, I'd feel pretty honored about that, even <laughs> as lame as it would be. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Wow. So he said he ch- he clutched his chest before collapsing, and then uh, they took him to the hospital, and he was pronounced dead. So, um. That that was a terrible death that we heard. I mean, the guy was fifty four years old. But yeah, it probably didn't have anything to do with steroids or anything. Uh, I don't. I mean, here's the thing. That guy how many was wrestlers, so righted out. Yes, he was back in the day. Yeah. Today he wasn't. I mean, well, it doesn't was, matter. I mean, well, you're saying it did its toll over yeah, time. Yeah, I guess totally. He died at fifty four years. Do we old. know that that can kill people? The doing steroids. Does, I mean, yeah, it, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Look at Lyle Alzado. No. What? I don't want to look at him. <laughs> Who is he? What are you talking about? He was a football player. Okay. He, See, I don't he died of football. I, well, now I don't remember what he it was either cancer or heart disease, but I'm pretty but sure. But it was, was definitely steroids. <laughs> maybe, of course, now I'm thinking maybe it was a cocaine overdose. Right. Uh, I wish I had a computer in front of me. Okay, so all these guys from the 80s were total coke fiends. We can just kind of yeah. assume. I that. mean, if you were famous and had money in the the 80s and 90s, like you were. Forget it. You were a coke you were doing fiend. coke. Um, so there was probably plenty of that. He was still in really, he was still bulked up, but I don't think he was like roided out like he was in the eighties. No. Um, but think about how many have died now. Uh, the undertaker didn't, did he die? No, he's still I'm wrestling. Thinking of, I'm thinking of Paul bearer. He died, but that was of like old age. Paul bearer. <laughs> his, his manager guy. Yeah. He's such a great character. The names are um, so stupid. No, but, but uh, who was the guy that one guy fell from the rafters? That was Brett, the Hitman Hart, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, they were lowering him down on something on like yeah. some wires, and, and that... he just got tangled up and fell down and in between, during a commercial break and died in front of all these people. It was horrible. Yeah. But more recently, Jake the Snake Roberts died a while ago. Um, uh, Macho Man Randy yeah. Savage Macho died Man, a few Randy years Savage, ago. Yeah, these guys don't live into their seventies or eighties. Um, Andre the Giant died at like forty something. Well, yeah, dude, the guy was but like that was eight was, feet tall, like four hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, so you're just not Your heart can only world. do so much. Yeah, at that point, they need to put an extra heart in the man. <laughs> yeah, what is the saying? The candle that burns the brightest is really, really hot. It burns has a lot of melting wax. It, it burns quicker. That's something but, like that. But we're not going to get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
So beyond that, you know who? Do you know who Ed Lauder was? The name sounds familiar. He's an actor, character actor. You've seen him in a million things. He died not long ago, but I remember him for one particular line, two words: plausible deniability. Oh, that guy from Independence Day. Independence Day. So he was in a million. He was things. like the a hole, like Secretary of Defense he was guy. The a hole Secretary of Defense guy in everything. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He was also in uh, the game. The game. Yes, that's right. He he was the game master, basically. He, mm, I don't know if he was the master. He was just like one of the employees working one of the main for. But yeah, one of the main guys in that story. Um. Uh, so he died. Uh. Last October. What? Hmm? The family of Ed Lauder, the famed actor who died last October, is suing. I could have sworn he just died. I don't know. The article says 411. Uh, they're suing CBS, 4GE, and others claiming they were exposed. Oh, they exposed him to asbestos, which killed him. Huh. Mesothelioma. <laughs> Never would have known what that was if it wasn't for CNN playing that stupid commercial over and over. Yeah. Uh, Ed's widow, Mia Lauder, claims in her lawsuit. He did. He just died not long ago. It wasn't six months ago. Well, they say death is the number one killer. It is the leading cause of all demise. Um, I gotta look this up. But I thought I thought he just died. I don't know why it's saying he died last October. Because they maybe. It, <laughs> I mean, it's Ed Lauder. Did no one tell? Well, but he. Everyone kind of saw him in in things all the time. October sixteenth, twenty thirteen. I could have sworn we just heard about that. Maybe you just heard about it. Um, anyway, I, I've been in the know about maybe this. The, no, you haven't. Maybe the news was that uh, they were suing CBS and GE, which owned NBC, because she's the wife, the widow, says their faculties, their um, their faculties, their facilities contained asbestos, and Ed shot various shows at the network for more than two decades. But nobody else got this either. What? Yeah. So why isn't? Um, Dave Letterman dead. <laughs> Something tells me he didn't have a life insurance policy. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Uh, as for Ford, um, what is Ford? Oh, Ford. They're the uh, company that makes cars. Right. Mia said, I, I thought maybe they were referring to someone named Ford. But I, oh, she okay. sued Ford Motor Company uh, because of the components in its cars that it sold, including brakes, clutch facings, compressors, and other items contained the deadly material as well. What? So all what? his asbestos <laughs> stuff. Oh, my God. So I was trying Come to kind on. of find recent deaths. I thought that sometimes was more people, recent. Sometimes people just die. It's not the fault of somebody. It yeah. It sort uh, of happens. And, and he kind of wasn't a young man either. So Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, do you know who Peaches Geldof is? Did you hear about her? I heard about that. She was 24, 25. 25. Yeah. She was an English socialite. <laughs> Which so meant she had no job. She was the daughter of Bob Geldof. Yeah, who um, was in uh, The Wall. He played the rock right, star. He, he played Pink. Yeah. Um, and he was also the singer of the Boomtown Rats in the 1970s and 80s. Of course. Uh, and he, Everyone knows that. Live Aid was his baby. That's right. So it was him Live and Aid Bono, basically. Um, and yeah, she died, we don't know, unexplained and suddenly. So uh, She died I didn't from know who a she stupid was. first name. Well... <laughs> It's a great first name. Uh, if you're a porn star or a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> or cartoon character. <laughs> yeah, or a cartoon stripper. Um, but her and uh, Mick Jagger's fiance, or not fiance, girlfriend, I guess it was, of a long time, 14 years or something like that, 12 years or something like that. Wait, say that again? Mick Jagger's girlfriend died not oh, too long ago. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, the famous one. That... Suicide. Yeah. And... Everyone's kind of pissed in the fashion industry because everyone in the news industry is going, Mick Jagger's girlfriend, Mick Jagger's girlfriend, Mick Jagger's girlfriend. 
they're not like, she had a the name. famous the famous fashion mogul right exactly well guess what we're not all hip to the scene in the fashion world we all kind of know who the rolling stones are we all kind of know who Mick Jagger is so that's my argument against people getting pissed about that it's like well, just because she was big in your world doesn't mean she was big in everybody's world if people weren't getting pissed about stuff well they wouldn't know what to do with themselves <laughs> that is kind of we're in an, an age now where people just um need to find stuff to to have a super strong opinion about yeah. or be super pissed off about yeah or both and some things are worthy, but most are crap. Well, something like that. Like, um, everyone needs to stop calling her Mick Jagger's girlfriend. She was so much more than that. And it's like, you know what? Not to us, she wasn't. We didn't know her. Stop. Relax. But what I really wish people would do, and I'm not talking about that particular case now, but is just go, I don't know. When when asked their opinion about some thing, <laughs> it would be so much more refreshing if mo- more people would just go... Well, they're not going to print somebody saying, no, I don't of know. of course not in the news, but I'm saying people in general that you interact with every day. Everybody has a goddamn opinion about everything, and not everybody is going, I am ill-informed. I'm sorry, I don't know. Well, I mean, do you think maybe, too, it could be the media, like, poking them? Like, are you sure you're not pissed no, off No, I'm not talking this? about that. I'm talking when you go to work and have a conversation with somebody. True. Everybody has, if you're in a group at lunch and everybody's talking about this or that, everybody has an, a, an opinion as though they're really well informed about something. And I've found yeah, such nine relief. Nine times out of a ten, you find out they don't really know what they're talking about. Right, they don't. And that, But that's this weird disease. I don't know if that's a now thing or if that's something that's always happened. But I feel like I find a sense, not that I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm the guy who's got this all figured out and I'm the one who does it all right. <laughs> but And I'll, I'll spout out when I have an opinion, but... I find so much relief in just going, I really don't know anything about that. I, I know I'm not following that news or I have no idea. Or I'll start asking about it instead of spewing opinions. I li- yeah, I like going having a more Socratic approach to it. Like, oh, you're you're pissed off that it's not more about the, the fashion? Like, Socratic? Is, is that that guy with the method? Yeah. Okay. So Socrates. Socrates? He just kind of had a way of making his point by asking people t- about their point. You know, so, oh, this person was in fashion. You know, what did they do in fashion that made them so special? And right. So you're the person would be like, well, you know, they they were big in fashion. So getting other people to admit their own ignorance. Essentially. <laughs> essentially. You, you ask you ask the right questions. You can kind of show show people like why they're that they don't even know it's stupid. Or, yeah. Or that they're <laughs> blathering on and on about something that it doesn't really make doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. doesn't matter at all in this world. This was a person. She died. Who cares how she was remembered? And, I mean, in well, terms of whether she was dating Mick Jagger or a fashion mogul. Right. Well, here's the thing. If she wasn't dating uh, Mick Jagger for the last 10 years, would we have heard about it? No. Would it have been in the news? Absolutely not. I don't think it would be. I think there might, it might there have might been, be a, it might have been in the news. There might have been an article about it. It might have been in the trades of the of that trade. Yeah, you know, fashion magazines and whatnot. But they would have had a moment of silence before a few fashion shows. But like, <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have heard about uh, it. Her mother was Paula Yates, who um, was with Bob Geldof first, and then left him to oh, who did she start dating or marry? Um, she left uh, Bob Geldof to be with oh i heard about this the other day but it was an interesting thing um just like these social circles of celebrities they i forget who she went on to marry but someone else really famous in the music industry i don't know if you heard this one you probably did mickey rooney died you did hear about that yeah he was 93 years old and that's i can't say anything but hey good job man you lived (laughs) to 93 93. that's great that's an accomplishment he he had like three movies in the works. He just finished uh, recording his parts for the next. They're doing another um, 
uh, Spy Mrs. Kids? <laughs> Five? No, <laughs> not yet. Um, no, he was in A Night at the Museum, which is this is the second time I'm mentioning that stupid movie. Really? <laughs> on our podcast. Okay. Um, I mean, he was one of the night guards. With It was him and... Um, Stiller. Oh, Jerry Stiller was one of them? No, Ben Stiller. No, I'm talking about so the night guards, the three old guys. Oh. That he kind of came and worked for. I'll, I'll just be honest. I've never really seen those. I've seen they're, parts they're of worth those watching. movies. But they're stupid, I've but they're parts, fun. I've seen parts, but I've never sat down and just watched it. Yeah. So this guy, um, he was in a, like 400 movies or something like that. Um, just didn't say no. He just never did. He was in, what was he, in The Little Rascals or something when he was really little, like a child? Um, was he? Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a child did he star. Play? I, I could be wrong about the little rascals. I'm probably thinking about that guy who killed people. <laughs> no, it's true. What's his name? Uh, Blake. Robert Blake was one of the original. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, let's see <laughs> if I can find Beretta. What... Right. Exactly. Uh, which I, I never saw Beretta. I'm not old enough to know Beretta. I've seen maybe a clip here and there. Yeah. I just know him from that really creepy David Lynch movie. Yeah. Um, Dude, he was really creepy in that. Um, Lost, Lost Highway. Highway. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, he might have been in another one too. Dude, he looked like the spawn of Satan. He looked like a <laughs> demon incarnate in that movie. And to some people, I think he was. Yeah. But well. um, uh, IMDb. Mickey, was, Ro- Mickey Rooney and Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, he was filming Night at the Museum 3. Uh, he had just played Mr. Lewis in Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's coming out later this year. I guess I can't believe it. Like ninety years old, he was still in movies. Dude did not want to stop. Like he just never stopped. He was now Breakfast at Tiffany's. You've seen this one, yeah? Probably the most racist character anyone's ever played on. It's been a while, so you have to remind me. He plays. Oh, let me see if I can find the scene because it is just horrifically racist. Oh, there's so many things that were racist. I mean, I was going to mention we were talking about things to get offended about. And um, I was reading an article about how people were protesting out in front of the Indians home opener, the Cleveland Indians baseball team home opener. Right. Because they have that logo, the Chief, Chief, Chief Wahoo. Wahoo. Yeah. And the, like, the Native Americans like hate it because it's just so horribly racist. It is, but it's a really good-looking cartoon character. It's so right. Like, what if it was a Chinese dude with like big, thick glasses and huge look buck like, teeth? No, I don't think it looks. I think it looks like it's a cartoon totally character. like that. But it doesn't. Uh, he's got a big nose, and that's the only other. And thing. is totally red. Right, the color it, of the skin. It, it, okay, dude. But the, the eyes, the smile has nothing to do with any race. It's just a big cartoony face. So <laughs> of an Indian. But I, they made it into someone wearing a headdress and all this stuff and made him, gave him really red skin. But I think if you took those things away, he looks like any other cartoon character. Uh, see, I guess you got you and I are on the opposite end. I really thought you were going to support me on no, this I, one. And just, I'm with Because I was reading an article about it, and I always like to read the comments afterwards because some yeah. people say some of the stupidest shit in the comments. I'm not always apart a from that group, but... Um, <laughs> Well, you mean I, I would just love were, it how they're defending it. Yeah. So yeah, somebody was like, "Oh, I can't believe people in this country get offended by like the the stupidest things." And I'm like, and I I replied to that comment. I was like, "I agree with you that for the most part, you're right. I don't think this is this one, is of, not those one cases. of those things. Yeah. No, basically. I totally get why people are offended by it. I totally get that. I get it with the Redskins too. Just the name yeah. of the, the the team. Um, I think those things are are offensive. But I'm just saying the face itself 
isn't trying to be a caricature of a race of people beyond the color of the skin. I mean, you could change the color of the skin to yellow and go, look, he's Asian or something stupid. Oh, like he that. is wearing a feather on his head. Right. So they dressed him up like one, but the face itself isn't like this character played by Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, this is like the very the whole movie. Hari go right, Ree. <laughs> Does he play like a little like Chinese, Chinese man? Guy. He's a Chinaman, as they would probably say. A Chinaman. That's what they would say back then. Oh, this is a trailer, basically. Truman Capotes? Wow. They didn't even know how to say his name then? <laughs> Guess not. I never could do that. Audrey Hepburn as Holly Golight. She was hot in that movie. Yeah. She was gorgeous. But she also played such a ditz and like an idiot by today's standards anyway. If this movie came out now, yeah, I mean, women would be like... horribly offended by her character and yet you see this held up, this movie held up like, oh, this is the woman's woman of the world. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> she was considered like outspoken and right. No, she's just a again a socialite. Okay, we got to see Mickey Rooney here soon. Yes. Come on, show him. Okay, is that him? Party, party, party. No, that's um. Guy from uh. I can't remember his name, but he was in um Psycho. It doesn't matter. In a minute. I'll have to look him up a little later. So I guess it's pretty lucky neither of us is rich, huh? I haven't seen this movie in a long time either. Well, yeah. I don't know why we're talking about Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's really not our usual fare for conversation. Well, we weren't talking about the movie itself. We were talking about Mickey Mickey Rooney's character in it. Good call. Good call. Um, It was like uh, Fisher Stevens in Short Circuit. Exactly. Oh, Mr. Newton, her pants are flaming for you, sir. (laughs) Like, I wonder if you ask Fisher Stevens about that, if he was like, oh, God, don't don't even bring it up. Can Just I apologize talk about enough it. for that role? I mean, again, back in the day, everyone was like, that guy's hilarious. I didn't know, when I was a kid, I didn't know he was an Indian. Yeah, right? Or, um, what's that, Remo Williams? Did you ever see that? Uh-uh. That was with Fred Ward, the, the, they played opposite Kevin Bacon in Tremors. Martin Balsam, that's who I was thinking of. He was also in 12 Angry Men and stuff like that. Was that guy's name? And just starring like Mickey Rooney Villa as Longa? Mr. Yinoyoshi. Look at him. <laughs> See that? <laughs> okay, so I gotta find a scene with him in it because just him talking is horribly racist. But yeah, in the the film Remo Williams, it stars um, Fred Ward, and um, actually the woman. I'm gonna dork out here for a second. Go for it. The woman who plays Cath, uh, Captain Janeway in Star Trek Voyager is right. like the love interest in the movie. It was just kind of weird to see her what, in that role. What year was this? This came out uh, sometime in the mid '80s. Okay, but anyway, they had some white guy playing like the sage um, Chinese guy who who teaches Remo Williams how to be a badass, and he actually had a really funny role in it. But um, not just because he was playing like a stereotypical like Chinese guy, but like some of the things he did in the movie were hilarious. Okay, so it was who who plays Remo Williams in the, in the movie? Fred Ward. Oh, Fred Ward. Okay, yeah. and this was in the '80s. Yeah. Yeah, I think pretty sure. He was pretty old by then. No, actually, well, he was young. Like, it was early 80s, younger. Fred Ward. I'm thinking of, who's the guy in the Disney movies? The Shaggy Dog and... Oh, yeah, the the guy who played the judge in um, My my Cousin Vinny. No, 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 no. No, you're not thinking of that guy? No, no, no. I'm thinking of... um, 
Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, my three sons was he? In? Yeah, he was Fred, the dad. It's he was Fred, the dad in My Three Sons. Wasn't Fred Ward? That was I know who Fred Ward is now that you're mentioning it, but um, oh god, I can't. Okay, so this must be okay. So they go number one. This there. This is the list of the like the top ten most. Oh, racist. you looked. There's like a website. No, it's it's a video countdown of the most racist characters. There are moments for action, then I listen to my. So butt. this is. Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mr. Yuniyoshi. Oh, they just didn't they didn't even show it. Okay, so maybe it's hard to find online, but if you ever watch the movie again, um Oh yeah, they show that John Wayne movie that was directed by um God, we really need John to start. John Ford, right? Wasn't it I don't John know. Ford? I really it wasn't every movie John Wayne in start directed by John Ford. No, it was directed by he's playing Howard Genghis Hughes. Khan. Oh, okay, Genghis. Howard Hughes, and he, yeah, he's playing like a Mongolian. He's Genghis Khan. He, okay, yeah. Howdy, Pilgrim. I'm <laughs> Genghis Khan. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, Pilgrim. I'm here to take over your land. <laughs> what are you looking on your phone for? I'm sending a text message, which nobody would have known if you hadn't said anything. <laughs> I'm I'm really making them feel like they're here in the room with us. So anyway, um, Mickey Rooney, he will be missed. Um, and then uh, to get into some uh, other things uh, that we can talk about, it's more like, um, oh, I was going to ask you. This is a good thing. So there's a couple concerts coming up. And I think I already said to you, oh, Motley Crue, it's their last I, tour We already ever. have tickets. Oh, already, do you? Yeah, I bought tickets on Groupon. They're 15 bucks. Dude, right here. Yeah. You and me? I bought four tickets. So, nice. Uh, Betsy's going to go. Is this I'm, on the lawn? I've been or? trying to, yeah, Sweet. for lawn seats. I mean, why not? Awesome. So Motley Crue, I don't know who's opening for them. Do you know? Alice Cooper. Oh. <laughs> I know, right? It's great. For $15 is That's like. awesome. Do they give you a free hot dog too? I mean, <laughs> how could they make this deal any sweeter? Free t-shirts would really help me. I'm I'm a concert t-shirt guy. Like I live in concert t-shirts. All yeah. I have since I was 15. <laughs> um, the other shows that are coming, and it's just like, hey, for old times' sake, Aerosmith is coming, and Slash and his band are going to open. Yeah. It's same same thing. It's at uh, Shoreline or something like that. Yeah, I remember we did that for the Nine Lives tour. We did we go there? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it was, was um, it was definitely Shoreline. Was Ryan Turkowski with us? possibly because he and i he came to one oh it wasn't that tour but i think oh i think reuven came with us to that one maybe reuven you'll let me know on facebook i'm sure because you are an avid listener and we thank you very much for that um but uh so i think i'd love to see aerosmith one last time before they completely implode (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean before (laughs) steven tyler was on american idol oh i know how much more sellout can you get you could also be hawking Pepsi while you're doing it, which maybe he was. I don't know that he wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty bad, but he's always been one of those like, hey, selling out is now the new rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when they did... Kiss made it popular. Kind of. Um, That's another band that's coming around. I'm kind of like, eh, I don't think... Oh. Well, they're on their their Hall of Fame tour, probably. Probably. Did you hear that they got inducted? Uh Yeah, they had all the original band members there. They were civil enough. There was a lot of press leading up to it saying that they were gonna you know they were fighting the whole time and they didn't want to let the two original guys who were not in the band anymore come on stage and there was just so much crap about i I can imagine trying to work with gene simmons being like a really hard thing but apparently paul stanley is the guy that's really really outspoken well he's out he's more outspoken against the hall of fame and i'm with him because his his things are look this is rock and roll right that's the whole point of this whole thing People who vote for us are not the the audience. They're not the the fans. The fans don't get to vote for who gets into the Hall of Fame or not. 
they don't get to be here for the ceremony. I mean, the only video they have is like somebody who took video on their iPhone or something like that. That's all you ever get to see. So they don't televise this thing. It's such a privately, it's such a corporate thing that kids, I would think that if it was a corporate thing, they'd be they would be televising it and trying to squeeze as much money out of no, it as they possibly like, could. It's more like a private foundation corporate kind of thing. Like we, we okay. we're going to sell you know dinner plates at a thousand dollars a ticket or whatever, and and it's it's all ex- totally exclusive no one else can see it and it, you know it's it's like a so not just anyone totally can not go rock and roll no it's like you have to like be you invited. or i just couldn't go to the no. thing and watch them get inducted nope it's Why not open to not? the public it's not That's open. lame and so that and even paul stanley i was reading in his speech at the acceptance was like this should be open to the public the public should be voting for this we're here for them they're ones who made us we want to be here for them so i think i'm with him on that because that's some crap this, this should be totally open to the public. I can't imagine why anyone would want to myth a completely bombastic moment like this. Is that your Paul Stanley? Yeah. That's <laughs> not great. No. Well, <laughs> it's close. Um, there's uh, In this video game I've been playing that I told you about, uh, Brutal Legend. Yeah. They make references to basically every heavy metal legend, every rock band that you can think of in some way. Um, there's They're actually playing music by all the heavy metal bands from the eighties into the nineties, into the two thousands, like hardcore heavy metal stuff. But, um, one part of the game, you have to round up these beasts, these mythical beasts that live out there okay. in the jungles of this world. And they all just have kiss faces and they're, <laughs> and they're all wearing their big, hairy, like le- they look like giant, um, bears or something but they've got the kiss makeup faces and they're all led by these amazon women who have the kiss makeup on and they're the guardians of the an- the animals and and they call them like they call them beasts of rock or something like that but they've well, all of got course they've got these gauntlets on with like spikes all over them and everything so they look like kiss it's pretty awesome and then when you um you round them up and someone jumps on them and to tame them and they finally they rear up for a second and then they come crashing down and this giant tongue comes rolling out of there. Of course. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. It's a fun game. I, I picked it up for five bucks. It was a good good grab. Good purchase. Um, but uh, I was also going to kind of go into uh, Nirvana. You're wearing your Nirvana shirt today. I they am. Were, they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They were. I hear, I hear Courtney Love got to make a speech. I'm happy about that. Are you? <laughs> no, not really. Big Courtney Love fan. Yeah. No, apparently they came out with her... And Dave Grohl and her even like kind of hugged a little bit. Is little, what I read. Little tongue action, maybe. No, I don't think they went that far. No, I would hope not. I hope nobody <laughs> ever puts their tongue near her. The poor, poor thing is a mess. Well, she she was trying to have some kind of resurgence. She did uh, Man in the Moon. Oh, for a while um, there, and she even put out some other albums with Hole. I think Hole's back together with their original lineup. Huh. Which is cool because they were one of the original grunge bands. They were around that whole scene. I, I have respect for the band. Yeah. Um, but. She is a mess. In fact, remember when she did you hear it in the news? She was like, I think I know what happened to that missing Malaysian air flight. Oh, no. Oh, she had a whole theory about where it was and what was going on. <laughs> I think it landed on that lost island and now the island's moved. So now you don't know where, it at, where my, it is. That was my theory. But, it's no, totally the, like oceanic. Somebody wrote an awesome headline for, for reporting that, that she had a thing and said, train wreck discovers plane wreck. <laughs> Oh, that's classic. Oh, it was one of the best headlines <laughs> I've so ever heard. so awesome. What, what website was that? Oh, I don't know. It, I really don't remember where I saw that, but somebody put that up, and it was just <laughs> that's fucking perfect. Awesome. It was so perfect. 
Um, anyway, I heard she came out. They did a nice speech. Everybody got to talk, and yeah. then uh, they they performed. I get who inducted them. It was um, I didn't see because I wasn't no, there. They didn't allow me. No, you to... can't see. I just I read an article about it, and it was um, you know I'm I'm thinking it should have been someone like from an old punk band. It should have been like someone from the Germs or something yeah, like early, that. Yeah, Sid Sid Vicious, or even you know someone from Kiss. I mean, they were. They loved all that old classic rock stuff, even though yeah. they didn't play classic rock, really. I mean, he wrote a song called Arrow Zeppelin on, uh, I guess it's on the the Bleach album. Huh. And it's about kind How of... How did I not his, know that? Because I'm smarter so. than you. and even about, though I, About music, yeah. Yeah, I, even though I, I wasn't super into that stuff at the time, I, I overcompensate in the future. You know, once these bands aren't even popular anymore, I get to know everything about them. So. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember you having a little bit of a love-hate relationship with Nirvana. Uh, I don't think I understood him at first. Yeah. I don't think I understood what, um, you know, because their, their kind of type of grunge was different than, say, Soundgarden or Pearl Jam grunge. Yeah. It was less melodic. But then what I got to understand was there was a melody to it, and it was just a very different kind of melody. And now I'm listening to other bands that are in that genre that we never heard, Screaming Trees and uh, Mother Love Bone and, and those kind of, Hmm. early grunge bands um, because it kind of makes more sense to me now. It didn't make a lot of sense to me back then. So I've I've explained this before. Everything had to be in a context. So I had to like listen to 70s classic rock to understand 80s rock in order to understand 90s (laughs) rock. It really, it was all... So that progression. So yeah, I had to actually learn to listen to 90s rock kind of almost in the 2000s. And it was just... It took me a while to get there, but I, I there was a lot of stuff in the '90s that I liked of the '90s, of course. So like when we, we it's were, not like now we were yeah it's not like there's music we can listen to now and enjoy anymore. It's yeah, just a sad I try, situation. I really try, and I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older well, or it's just not what I'm expecting, or it's a little what, bit of both. But um, but I, I just find that I'm having to go like back. I know like I'm trying you, to discover music back in like the '70s. That's the 60s another thing that I didn't know before. Well, that's a good thing. Um, yeah, there's it a lot is a of good thing, but it's it, then it, it's like it's new to me. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, it's new so, to you. That's another thing I think we can remedy with this podcast is I can throw like a song or two your way. Maybe maybe that'll be a new feature we do, where it's like in every episode, Mike shows Rob a new song that he thinks he would <laughs> like that you've never heard and you don't even maybe even know the band or something like that. Because I do try to keep up with stuff that's out there right now, and I can throw out, for example. Um, I can throw out something that uh, that I like. I think I mentioned that I was really becoming a big fan of Foster the People. Yes. And you're like, oh, I think I've heard that song. And, and I'm like, oh, no, they've got a lot of good songs. Um, they do. They had, you, were, you showed me some good right. tunes that they had. Um, and it's a different sound than what we were into in high school and stuff like that. But yeah, And it's, it's hard because like, I hear all the music on the radios and I know... All up on the radios? All over them radios. Well, I just I know in listening to the bands that I really liked, the albums that I really liked, I always wondered why they didn't like. Why don't they play this song on the radio? This song never gets played. These are great songs that never get played on the radio, and I'm yep. kind of wondering if that's part of it too, where they're taking a song that they think is a big hit and not playing some of the other good songs that are on the on the album as well. Which is really, uh, I think, dying out because it was a lot of um, it was a lot of record executives being in control of that stuff. And, uh, you know, they would pick what they thought was the hit single. Yeah. And may, sometimes they were right. Sometimes they were totally not right at all. And and what's cool now is you can look at what people buy on iTunes and you can see the popularity of each track on an album huh. based on what people have bought. 
Sometimes they don't buy the whole album. They buy a song they like. Sometimes it's obvious it's the big hit from the from the, the big hit single from that album. Right. Sometimes it's not obvious at all. You go, oh, that's the big selling song. Hmm. So um, there's that. But I, I think I could probably we'll try to make that a segment where I throw some new song at you and see what you think. It may be a song or two every episode. So I'll I'll, prepare and I'll for yeah. That. Then then I'll give my my review of the song in the following episode. <laughs> Well, okay, maybe in the following, but maybe you could, if I play it for you right then and there, ah. you can hear it. Um, well, see, I like to hear a song like a couple times. Yes. So, like, for I, example, if I if I play here at once, I'll just you know. Well, for example, I gave you the the newest Van Halen album that nobody ever heard because they played, which is like, a shame because it's good. They played two, maybe one song on. They they only played the one song, which is yeah. the worst song on the album. The, ta- uh, the I don't single think tattoo. I don't think it's the worst one, but it's certainly not the best. It's I not even literally. Like, I think it is literally five. the worst song on the album, and, and it's not a horrible song. It's just not up to par with Van Halen, the name Van Halen. Yeah. So the Van Halen album I'm talking about is called A Different Kind of Truth. It came out in 2012 in February. Since then, nobody's heard anything about it except yeah. the fans, and the fans love it. The fans love that album. It felt like a true. It did. It like got back to like 1984, like Van Halen too. Like it felt like it, well, it was you know like why? an old school Van Halen album. It was great. You know why? Because Dave was back. Well, not just because Dave was back, but a lot of those songs date back to. They went oh, through yeah, all the that's old right. demos. Yeah, they took old riffs and stuff and put new lyrics oh, to them. Oh, they took entire songs and rewrote lyrics. So the song is basically structured exactly the same. But that was half the album. And then the other half was completely new stuff. So, yeah, which was good because it kind of broke things up a little bit. So it wasn't totally. like all old, you know older sounding Van Halen without you know completely alienating but it's still, even the that new, sound from the album. But even the new songs felt like classic era stuff. It yeah. felt, or or a, a contemporary version of those old songs. So it really, or or that old feel, the yeah. vibe of those. Well, now it's un, unfortunately only those three guys that are back together uh, right. from the because Michael Anthony's not in the band anymore. He's doing his chicken foot thing. He's doing his foul feet thing. Um, I don't know what they're not really doing much. So yeah. I don't, what you mean, chicken foot? Yeah, they did yeah. two albums and they're you know they're okay. I, I couldn't name one song. Oh, they've, they've got some good songs. Um, I'm not saying they're they don't. Just, just, I think they're, they'd be more fun to see live than to really like listen to. Something something like a super group. Yeah. It was kind of funny not to really hear anything well, about, from them. You were down in San Diego, but the, the Bone up here was playing. Yeah. Every time the new singles came out, they would play it on there you know, every day or something like that. But uh, that'll be one of the new segments. We'll have to play with that. We're going to wrap this up because this is over an hour now. But um, Well over an hour. Well, we'll see. I'm going to edit some of it down from the parts where we okay. screwed everything up. Wait, so. you're not going to play that? Okay. <laughs> so uh, we'll mess with that. But uh, let's do it again soon. Um, people, I want you, if you're listening to this and you haven't for some weird reason gone to the Facebook page and clicked like, I really need you to do that, please. We, we're not going to get this thing going and Rob's going to lose interest and walk away from this thing if we don't get people responding in some way. He's walking away right now. Rob, See come ya. on. No, come on. There, no, people like it. People have actually commented. I don't know. <laughs> come back, Rob. Uh, I don't know. You sure? Yeah, don't go by the window. Don't jump out the window. We're on the third floor. This is not a healthy place to be playing by the window. Just come on. Go. It's, it's, it's a long all drop. Right, You're good. Right. Come on. Okay. All right. I'm coming back. I'm all right. I'm back. It's close. I, I hate when I have to do that. You have to talk me off a ledge. <laughs> so often these days. <laughs> Most of the time I just make you play that REM song. Everybody, Everybody hurts. hurts. That's the one. Just, you know, it helps put things in perspective. I really hate me. when I have to when I don't have it handy and I have to sing it to you though. It just feels <laughs> really like a little too intimate. It's like I almost want to just let you jump at that point. But I don't. I don't. 
You could so, do you could do like a spoken word thing with it. Everybody hurts sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> um, we'll get into Mike and Rob talk REM another time. Um, but uh, again, other things we could do on other episodes to um, kind of pay homage to um, other podcasts is the, the one I've mentioned a couple times on here is the uh, the U two podcast that I listen to. We could even talk about our U two fandom because we've been you mm-hmm. and I have both been big fans and I think kind of grown each other's fanhood of the band. Yeah. Um. So I think stuff like that. If you guys have any ideas of stuff you'd like to hear us talk about, bits that we could do, yeah. games that we could play that you guys would enjoy. We're making it up as we go along right now, but we're going to keep thinking oh, about it. Oh, you know what we didn't do this podcast was was talk about Morgan fam- Morgan's family's big reveal. No, I'm not going to reveal it until he until he uh, comes on the show and talks about it himself. Uh, okay, well, I, I, I want, the, you know, people on Facebook, post what you think. Oh, Reuben, Reuben did. Oh, what did he say? Oh, what did he say? He said he thinks um, that, <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up here. Um, and this is another thing I can cut out here, but let me go to this. So, yeah, Mike's, Mike's See, friend, Morgan from, from, as mentioned in our previous podcast, his family found out some big, huge secret. Well, basically he found it out. Oh, he found it out. He found out some big, huge secret in the family. And, um, we we're going to leave it as a cliffhanger for when he came <laughs> on the show. So if you would go onto our Facebook and post what you think Morgan's family's <laughs> secret is. You can post all sorts of things on there too, so don't don't feel limited to that. But I'm trying to find where Reuven commented on it. Um, he did say he loved us talking in the last one about how Mario Brothers Two was not actually meant to be a Mario game, um, and he said the thing where you ate a Big Mac was hilarious. So far, Reuven's the only one commenting. <laughs> on so God bless him for that. I can't remember what he said he thought it was, but it was something funny. Um, but also, uh, if you don't do Facebook and you want to email us, MikeRobPodcast at gmail.com. Ooh. We've got that too. Rob, wow. you can use it too if you want. We have Stitcher. We have Facebook. We, we have, have podcasts. iTunes. We have a podcast, yes. Yes. So basically it's a, it's a net I'm casting out on the web. A net on a web. An internet? An interweb. <laughs> so uh, if any of those things work for you, feel free to write into us, all six of you that are listening. And uh, throw us some ideas, things you'd like to see us try. Uh, or things you liked about our previous shows. Anything. Just that's always nice. But, but Throwing us a bone is always I think we're going to start doing some, we're going to start experimenting and doing bits and, and maybe even reading like short plays or something that we write. And we're also going to talk about um, the making of Buddies, a short film that you and I yeah, made together. Yeah, we're going to go behind the scenes yep. well, for Buddies. Fascinating really is, story. It's more of a commentary. <laughs> We weren't actually up on a giant cliff. We weren't we actually it. buddies. We were, we, we were more friends than buddies. We were roommates. Uh, um, flat, flatmates. Flatmates. If you're from England. And it's one of the only uh, videos we've made together. Uh, we made a few. We got to make more. We, yeah. we did the, the magic, the preview for the magic. Yes. That was hilarious. That's, I've got that online. Doug doesn't like to ever put any of his stuff online, but I found it and put it online. So. He really needs a... I know it's. he'll probably get arrested or whatever, but... No, he'll get pissy about no, it. No, no, no. Spoonful of Rage oh, that one. should really be on the internet. So we'll talk about hilarious. those uh, on an upcoming podcast. Um, but feel free to... Oh, again, iTunes, write a review, click five stars. If you're on Stitcher, follow us on there. That's great, too. Uh, but shoot us some stuff on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Podcast. Not Mike and Rob, even though that's who we are. It's yeah. just Mike, Rob, podcast. All the essential nouns. 
Yeah. None of the none of those conjunctions. <laughs> no. Those worthless conjunctions. No. None of, nothing like that. So conjunction junction. I got your function right here. Oh snap. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up there since we're getting punch drunk here. Um <laughs> Check out our old podcast if you haven't listened now. We've got four in the bank and then this one. So yeah. this is episode five. You will have no idea what we're talking about in this one if you haven't listened to the ones prior. Right. It, you have to go in order. <laughs> uh, so signing off once again, this is Mike. And I'm Rob. Check you later. Uh.